Hello and welcome to Euractiv's Agri-Food Brief. I'm Natasha Foote and here's your weekly update on all things agriculture and food in the EU from Euractiv's Agri-Food News team. Our top story of the week, the latest leaked draft of the farm-to-fork strategy obtained by Euractiv features a few notable changes from the previous version. This includes a new emphasis on the role of animal farming in contributing to greenhouse gas emissions, saying that the Commission will facilitate ways to reduce the environmental and climate impact of animal production. The draft also says the Commission will consider options for animal welfare labelling. In other news, unveiling the Bloc's Circular Economy Action Plan, Environment Commissioner Sinkevichus told Euractiv that there's no overlapping with the farm-to-fork strategy as the new EU food policy will be more focused on the agriculture and food production side of the food chain. The European Food Safety Agency has concluded that there is currently no evidence that food is a likely source or route of transmission of the novel coronavirus, COVID-19. A letter co-signed by 54 MEPs calls on the Commission to take the necessary exceptional measures under the EU rules to help all agri-food sectors targeted by the punitive US tariffs a week ahead of the visit of Trade Commissioner Phil Hogan to Washington. A new climate scenario analysis on the meat sector has found that the industry stands to lose billions in the event of the IPCC's scenario of a two degrees warmer world. Lastly, Euractiv Germany reports on insect-based foods, which have so far been a niche product but are increasingly being viewed as a highly promising solution to the challenges facing the food industry. Our quote of the week this week comes from Pekka Personen, Secretary-General of the Farmers Association, Kopa Kajeka, in a statement on the European Commission SME strategy for a sustainable and digital Europe. He said... European agri-cooperatives need a favourable regulatory environment to further develop innovative business models that can deliver on the objectives of the European Green Deal. Now for the agri-food news from the capitals this week, starting with Croatia, where the Ministry of Agriculture announced this week that nine plant protection products based on the active substances chlorpyrifos and chlorpyrifos methyl are being withdrawn from the Croatian market. In Spain, farmers are continuing to protest this week across the country to defend fair prices for their products and for measures to alleviate the situation of Spain's agricultural sector. In Poland, recent research has presented the latest data on the risk of drought, highlighting that there is currently very low soil moisture and warning of the possibility of intense drought in the country. In Italy, the coronavirus emergency is affecting locally sourced food markets as they're facing a substantial decrease in customers who are leaving their homes only for emergencies. In the UK, a mass rally for agriculture has been postponed amid concerns of the coronavirus outbreak. The rally, organised by the National Farmers Union, was due to take place this week. Lastly, in Germany, the spread of the COVID-19 has highlighted concerns in the German agricultural sector. Dairy and fruit and vegetable exporters have been the first to notice changes, but demand for products has remained high. However, many in the sector are apprehensive about how coronavirus will change trade flows, and more concrete impacts are expected to be visible by April or May. On our radar this week, due to the precautions taken against novel coronavirus, events in the European Parliament have been cancelled this week. However, there are a few new upcoming events this week, including 
On the 18th of March, there is a workshop on transformative change in the global post-2020 biodiversity framework. Also on the 18th of March, there is an event called Food Waste Fest, an opportunity to discover solutions to food waste. The event includes forum workshops and talks with industry and policy specialists. However, it should be noted that these events may be subject to change. This week, the podcast was produced by Euractiv's AgriFood News team, Gerardo Fortuna and Natasha Foote, with technical support from Mike Ball. I'm Natasha Foote. Thanks for listening. See you next week. Thank you.